Hi everybody, welcome to the Mental Toughness and Body Show. My name is Rob Evans and I'm your transformation coach, health strategist and internationally published author, helping take your life and your business, your health, fitness, mindset and body from where you are right now to where it is that you want to be. Today I want to talk about A Star Is Born. Just like the movie, we are born and we're born to parents that we don't know, we have no say in it whatsoever and we can define what it is that we're going to achieve in life by our environment, the values, the beliefs that are taught by our parents and those people that they hang out with and then as a result that we hang out with as well and then how we go through school and the type of school that you go to and all of those types of things that will shape you from an early age to determine where it is that you're going to go. Now, in my own personal journey, my mum and dad never really had that much money. They were very loving and, and so forth, but I went to, through the public schooling system. Uh, I got to that, that age where I realised that I wanted to achieve something greater for me than had been done in my family before. And that is, for me, early on, it was academia. So I wanted to make sure that I went further than anyone else. Uh, in my family. So I went on to do year 12 and then I wanted to go to university and uh, I, I studied to become an accountant because that was kind of the only thing I was good at. I was good at numbers and, and so forth and I didn't realise that I didn't really have anyone else around me that could help shape what I do now and, and draw out those passions within me and instead it was like, well, this is the only thing at school that I'm remotely good at and it was in an era where you kind of found, a, found a, a job, a career, and you stuck with that for the rest of your life. It's obviously different now, but that was kind of the time that I was in. I thought, well, I'm going to do this. And so I went on to, to do that, and then I wanted to uh, get uh, the best marks that I could to get a, a job and a career and move away from my home uh, in country Victoria, uh, down to, to Melbourne here in um, Australia. And uh, I, I didn't know where my career was going to go, but that was my goal at that particular point in time. But as I was going through through school, I mean, I was I'm a little I was a little kid. I'm only 165 centimeters now, but I was very slow to develop. I was the smallest kid in the school. I was an easy target. I wasn't smart. Uh, you know, I wasn't confident. I had a poor self image um, because. There were all the signs that I thought would normally point to, yes, you're a success, etc., were the reverse for me. And I would see everybody else that was having this success through sport and ac academia and, and so forth, and I just wasn't. And I thought that there was something wrong with me, and I thought I was destined to failure. And I don't think my teachers thought that I would do very well uh, at school. My reports often... Uh, tended to, to say something like, uh, you know, like I was a, like a C sort of student and, um, you know, easily distracted and a bit disruptive, talks too much in class, you know, those sorts of things. And I, I just really struggled to grasp, really struggled to learn in the way that it was taught. It's different now and I think I would have been a much better student now because I'm, I'm a much better person now, a much more coachable person now and I'm a much smarter person now than I was uh, back in those earlier years. And not just because it's the, the wisdom of time, it's because I've been so focused at growing myself each and every day. And one of the things that uh, you have to realise is 
You may be born broke. You may be born a loser in your own definition, because that's what I was for me. I thought I would never amount to, to anything. I never thought I would uh, be successful. I never thought I'd be smart enough to, to get a good career. I never thought that I would uh, be able to find a career that I absolutely loved. But because I remained hungry and I had this understanding that I don't know where what I'm doing right now, for instance, this is going back in time, what I'm doing right now is going to take me to. But what I do know is that if I put in my best effort here and I learn from the people around me and I become the best version of me in doing what I'm doing, then at some point in the future, if I remain hungry and passionate and keep growing myself, then I know that there's an opportunity that's going to come that is going to be there for me to take and I can step up and step into it and then that will take me to that next thing. So I did that in my professional career for 19 years, trying to find what it was. And the irony is the, the position that I resigned from back in 2009 to start my business full time was the best position that I've ever had, working with the best person that I've ever worked with. And so you, and I was being paid an executive income and it's like, why would you leave that? Well, my thinking was this. I knew that my, the manager that I worked for, I knew that he was so great and he'd had such a, a massive impact on me that it was only a matter of time, probably months, maybe a couple of years, before he would leave and go on to do something greater. And that turned out to be true. And the other thing was, I knew that there was this burning fire within me that said, now is the time you need to do this. And I was married at the time, and uh, my wife at the time, uh, and I, sat down and worked out what's an appropriate strategy here. It wasn't just something that I said, okay, this is what I'm going to do, suck it up and, and, and see kind of thing. She wanted to return to her work more on a, a full-time basis and I wanted to stay at home and spend more time with the, the kids as they were babies slash toddlers. Uh, and that's what we ended up doing. I'm very grateful for that now. But there were so many years where I thought I was never going to amount to anything. And through various coaching and that hunger, that desire to just get better and better, I mean, the way that I am now as a person, the way that I am now in business and the success of me as an individual as well as my business is just like North Pole, South Pole compared to when I started business to where I am now. And so my message for you here today is it doesn't matter where you are right now. You can get better. And I think what you have to understand is that if you want to be the best version of you, and maybe you don't aspire to be the best at what it is that you do in the whole world. Maybe you don't. That's okay. It's you know whatever feels right for you. I would just strongly encourage you to always be hungry for the best version of you, to do the best that you can. And a lot of people will say, I'm doing the best that I can. 
It's like, are you really? Most people aren't. It's just something that we just say as a reflex, particularly if somebody um, has some negative feedback or some criticism of you and say, well, I'm doing the best that I can. I don't think you are. I mean, I push myself hard every single day. But I know that I'm capable of more. And it's not until you are in those low moments or you're doing it tough and you say to yourself, okay, this is an opportunity for me right now where I need to step up. I need to push a little bit more. And when you do that, you realise what you're capable of. COVID's a great example globally. Like, what did, how were you in COVID? What did you do? Did you thrive during COVID or did you really, really struggle? Me personally, uh, I thrived. I thought it was an amazing time to double down on myself and do the things that I'd always wanted to do in terms of, uh, you know, like time and so forth. And I put so much, so much time and strategic effort into my, my business, knowing that this wasn't going to last forever. Like we were locked down more than any other city in, in the world here in Melbourne, uh, Australia. And I thought, what I can do is prepare for the future. And I can serve the clients that I have and provide free services to the, the community and do the right thing in the community to help support people's health and wellness, knowing that at some point in the future, this would come back to me. And the personal growth that I achieved through that and the more connection that I had with my two girls through that time was just amazing. My health was in the best health that I'd ever been, ironically, through a global pandemic. Like I was more focused than I've ever been before because we weren't allowed to go anywhere. So I just focused on doing everything here and, and uh, making sure that my girls were okay and all that kind of stuff. And it was, I thought it was a, obviously very unique and a special time, but I thrived in that environment. Not everybody did. In fact, most didn't. Most really, really battled with it. But I was looking for the edge each day. What can I do today to make myself better than I was yesterday? And I think, as I said, if you, it doesn't matter where you are right now. If you can focus on just edging yourself forward just that little bit further each day and not just doing the same thing, but getting the right coach or coaches around you, looking at the right content, listening to the right content so that you can continue to stay inspired, educated, motivated to keep on pushing forward putting that, that health, wellness, fitness as your number one priority that you have ahead of family, ahead of wealth, ahead of business, ahead of all of those. Because if you don't get it 100% right and optimise that, then you aren't living your best life. You will never bring out your best if you are not optimising your health. I don't care what anyone says, you will not. And so... That's why you've got to keep striving. You've got to keep pushing. It doesn't matter the circumstances in which you were born. I'll tell you, one of the things that, that I've learned with the, the loss of Liv, and if, if you're a long-term listener, you, you know what I'm talking about here, my daughter, Liv. And so she passed away in, in, at the end of April this year. And... What I've learned about people is, yes, people are, are sad. But what I think they're really meaning is, that is sad, I'm sorry that's happened. But 
This is going to sound horrible, but I think this is the reality. I'm glad it's you and it's not me. I think that's the unsaid thing. Because people don't know how to, how to deal with it. People wouldn't know how to cope with it. And it's freaking heavy. You know, some days are really, really heavy. Um, but you have to find a way through it all. And, you know, through this whole journey for me, uh, if I was going to rely on someone else to be there for me, to help me get through this, then I would be very sadly disappointed. I could provide a list of, of people uh, that I would think, wow, okay, I would have expected that or thought that, yeah, that maybe that person would have picked up the phone or that person would have been there a little bit more. Uh, and, and sometimes it's a case of people just don't know what to say uh, people just don't know what to do. Um, for whatever reason, people just think, well, I don't want to have anything to do with that person anymore. Um, who knows? But the lesson in all this is you've got to be there for you. You've got to do it. I think don't, don't be relying on someone else to get you the result that you want. Sure, get the coaching. You need the coaching. Get the counselling too if that's uh, something that you, you need, coping with grief and so forth. But don't just wait for someone else to do it. You've got to take the action. You've got to get the coach. You've got to do the work that the coach says. You've got to do the work that the counsellor says. You can't just expect to go in for a session and expect, bang, that's, it. that's done. This is one of the problems, I think, with the, the physio, chiro, myotherapy type world. Uh, what happens is... People get sore, they go in for a session, they expect in that session to be better, they don't do anything when they come out of the session, so they don't do their homework, if you like, their rehab exercises, etc., and they just go back again when they're maybe too sore, they can't handle the soreness anymore. What you should be doing is looking after yourself all year round, go and get uh, some treatment on a regular basis so that you're avoiding, uh, you know, big injuries and excessive pain and so forth, making sure that you're doing your, your appropriate warm-up, cool-down, flushing out the toxins, all that kind of stuff. And it's just a part of your lifestyle as opposed to, well, I'll just go in when it's fixed. It's like your car. You could drive it forever and then just go, go in when it's broken down and they say, well, you haven't had its service for the past 50,000 kilometres. What did you expect was going to happen? Oh, I just thought I'd run it until it stops. You can't work like that. So always, always be finding that greater version of you. It's there. Trust me, it is there. It's hard and you've got to keep fighting. You've got to stay hungry. You've got to keep searching for it. It's there. You're just not bringing it out yet. You've always got more to give. You've always got more to get in terms of learning, knowledge, skills. Just keep working. Keep working at it. Now, if you want to connect with me, you can go to mentaltoughnessandbodyshow.com. You can opt in for a free consultation right there. I'd love to connect with you globally. It's free. Stay safe, stay healthy, and I'll talk to you soon.